We know that community converts. We know that when you have conversations with strangers, they begin to trust you. They begin to connect with you. And next thing you know, they become buyers and sellers and advocates of you and your programs. Community is where it's at. And if you've been following me for any length of time, you know that I love Facebook groups as a place for building that community. However, Facebook groups have like an Achilles heel. We want to be in a group, but we've also seen how groups can take up a lot of time, that they have a lot of management, that there's drama, that they have to be maintained. And you're thinking, do I have to be really present in my group? Is there a way that I can build community faster, easier, with less stress? That is what this episode is all about. So if you know a group manager, I'd love for you to share this episode with them. And let's dive in to some hacks to help you grow your group, maintain your group, and stay sane in the process. Welcome to Traffic Makers. You're here because you're a business owner whose products and programs are meant for the world. You need customers. In this podcast, we cover the hacks, the tips, the tricks to help you grow your audience so you can grow your business. Ready? Let's get started. Just this past week, we had four different people, four different group moderators from three completely unrelated businesses reach out to me. And they reached out to me in a little bit of panic. Um, Some of them were seeing some trends, some trends where they were being blocked from their group, some trends where their posts weren't getting seen as much as other people's posts in the community. They were seeing a decrease in their owner's reach in that community. And they know the power of a group. Now, here's the thing, guys. Groups done well they convert. Groups done badly can get you into trouble where now your brand isn't reaching your customers or worse, someone else is reaching your customers in your own community. That's not what you're creating a group for. So in today's little podcast episode, I'd love to give you some of the hacks and top takeaways we found that help business owners use communities in a way that drives people to purchase from them that drives their buyers to consume the content and to actually put it into action. And then also that you can use in anyone's group that's not even yours to build awareness of you, your business, and your brand. Today, we're talking all about some hacks for groups. My first um, tip for you would be one, to go back and listen to our episode all about engagement stacking. That episode, we talk about how you stack different types of content. You place content in front of your audience in such a way that they automatically, they can't help it, they see it and they take action for you. They comment, they like, they share, they stop the scroll, they tag a friend, they save it. All of those things, those signals that tell Facebook that this person truly loves you and wants to see more content from you. I'm telling you to go watch that episode because, watch it, it's a podcast, Rachel, (laughs) go listen to that episode 
because that episode is foundational to this one. If you're going to build community, if you're going to build interaction in a Facebook group, you need to understand what signals you're going to get from people and what signals you're going to give to people to like show them that you're interested in them and show the algorithm that they want more of your content. That the algorithm should put your group into their feed. How many of you are part of a Facebook group and you don't even remember that you joined it? Like you see it in your feed once in a while and you're like, whoa, am I still in that group? I totally forgot about it. Oh, they're good. I totally hadn't realized I was there. That happens every single day where Facebook groups that you love and want to be part of, you totally forget that they exist. The reason why that happens is you weren't giving Facebook the signals that it needs to know that that you want to see more of that content, so Facebook would put it out into your feed. You're not giving signals to those people in the group that tell them you're interested in them, so now they're going to respond to you, so now whenever they post, you'll see that in your feed, and they'll see you in their feed. So whenever you see a decrease in those back-and-forth interactions, you're going to see that your reach goes down. Now, your reach goes down across the board in all different areas. But my point is engagement stacking. Engagement stacking is how you're going to want to fix that. And go watch that episode because it's all about using photos, videos, and conversation starters to engagement stack. And you use that inside of groups. Now, in addition to engagement stacking, that's my first tip for you. Use photos, videos, and conversation starters to get engagement. My next tip for you is to think about where you're at and where your reader's at. So if you're in someone else's group and you want to grow your audience in someone else's group, it's almost like going to a party on one Friday night and deciding that next Friday night you're going to have a party at your place. When you go, you can tell people about your party and it's not usually weird, but if you're like, over telling them about your party, or if you're like getting up on a stage, telling them, hey, or standing on a table announcing it to the whole group, there's going to be a party next Friday. That's a little weird, right? So just like it's weird in real life, remember that groups are the same way. So when you're hosting a party at your house, you're not going to let someone stand up on a table and make a giant announcement, right? In the same way, you're not going to allow a stranger to make an announcement in your own group, right? It's your party. Treat it like your party. So what first thing is if you're a member of someone else's group and you want to promote yourself, don't be obvious about it. Don't stand on the table. Don't make a post in the wall for everyone to see about the thing that you're promoting. That's one of the fastest ways to get banned. If you as a group owner see someone promote themselves, get up on the table, leave a post all about them, you know that person needs to just not be invited back to your party or need to be excluded from your house, right? That's when you block and ban them from your group. Okay, so be a good group member. What does it mean to be a good group member? What it means is you're elevating the group and not yourself. Now, this is something I want you to know is a rule that's true If this is your group, and it's even more true if you're a guest in someone else's group. When you're a guest, to be a good group member, it means that you elevate others that you come in contact with. You're not 
there to talk about yourself. Now, I know you're thinking, well, I'm going into these groups to promote myself, so I want to talk about me. Or I'm the group owner, and I want to talk about me. (laughs) I get it. I get it. It's easy to want to do that. My suggestion for all of you is to think about how you can be a good group member. What this means is that you're going to elevate others more than you elevate yourself. That means you're going to ask more questions than you answer. That means you're going to go jump in and cheerlead another person. What does it mean to cheerlead? That means leaving not a good job or a thanks reply. It's leaving a three-liner of, oh my word, I think that's so amazing. You just did blah, 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 and it worked? That's so cool. What's your follow-up? Always ask a follow-up question. What are you going to do next? How did, they, how did you respond when this happened? So I notice what I just did, guys. I told you to elevate the group members, not yourself, even if you're the group owner, and definitely if you're not, you're the group owner. And two, to do that by cheerleading. And cheerleading means you leave a three-liner reply to someone. A three-liner reply. You're not going to use the same word over and over again. You're going to do a three-liner reply. And if possible, tag another person because you're bringing them into the conversation. And when you tag another person, you're having back and forth, leave it with an open-ended question. So you're not just putting out a post out there and just walking away for the world. You're having a back and forth interaction. Now, some of you are thinking, wait a second, Rachel, in the beginning of this podcast, you said this would not take very much time. What I want you to realize is that gaming the algorithm, stacking these signals, getting a photo, a video, conversation starter, and then coming back and leaving these three-liner replies back and forth, that doesn't take very long for you to have a massive impact. You could literally do this for like three, four minutes a day and it have a massive impact on the reach of your, your personal profile in groups, even if they're not yours, in a massive engagement increase in your own groups, as well as, and even more importantly, your ability to convert those group members into buyers. <laughs> it's just gold what happens. Okay, so my first tip was to engagement stack. Second tip, be a good member. That means you elevate the group, not yourself. Four, third tip was to cheerlead. That means you leave a three-liner replies back and forth. You tag someone in those replies. You leave open-ended questions, and you're positive helping them look good in that community. And the fourth tip for you is to find ways to help your members find each other. If you can do that in your own groups, well, your group is going to be the place that people remember that they found other people, that they found value. If you can do that in other people's groups, they're going to find the mutual connection is you, and now you've elevated your reach in that community. What do I mean by that? The way the algorithms work is whenever your friend comments, you see that comment more likely than you'll see people that are unrelated to you making comments in a group. So knowing that, what do you want to make in a group? You want to make friends. What do you want to make in other people's groups? Friends in your own group, friends. And then not just friends that are just friends in name, You actually want to have that back and forth interaction with them because you know that next time you make a comment, that friend has a higher chance of seeing it. Okay, guys, 
Those are ways that you can be a good group member. You can get engagement. Now, I know some of you are thinking, well, wait a second. What if it's my group? What if I want to biggie size it? What if I want to blow up my community so my community is the place people come to and so that I am able to sell to my people through my group? Guys, we have a couple of other tactics that we strongly suggest group managers do. Things like setting up a welcome sequence, using welcome posts, using likes to organize content. Oh, that's a good one, guys. And setting up moderation and keyword alerts. Those different tactics are made especially for group managers to help group managers manage and still stay sane. Once again, those are welcome sequences, welcome posts. They're different. They're different. Using engagement content and then likes to organize as well as moderation with like keyword alerts. Guys, if you're wanting to see examples of a welcome sequence, examples of a welcome post, examples of ways to spark engagement, examples of how we, my team and myself, use likes to organize a group and content, um, that, that means the thumbs up, guys. And that means the hearts and the smiley faces. We have a whole strategy. We use likes for one thing and hearts for another. And it's like this inside code that my team has. If you want to see those, we have a Facebook group for you. Our Facebook group is called Grow Your Audience. Inside that community, we'll show you our welcome sequence. We'll show you welcome posts. We show, take you behind the scenes and show you how you can build a community that converts. Okay, guys, I hope that this has been helpful. Now, at the beginning of this episode, I told you about a team that was struggling. What I would love for you to know is that they were able to turn it around. They were able to leave comments that had three liners in it. They were able to tag instead of constantly link drop. They were able to switch it up where they were posting a video, a photo, a comment, and posting a variety of content. And they were able to see them take back the reins of their group, of their community. Guys, these strategies, they truly work. And they help you stay sane, moderate better, and more importantly, convert someone from a stranger into a community member and into someone who tells the world about your business and how it, their, your programs have made a difference in their lives. Guys, I'm super, super grateful to have you be part of this podcast with me. And stay tuned for our next episode. Subscribe, because we would love to see you become a traffic maker. Oh,